Welcome to House to Home Podcast. It's here that we'll learn how to cultivate an eternal haven in our temporary world. So grab a cup of coffee, do the dishes, or even take a drive in your car. Whatever it is you do while listening, I hope you feel right at home. Hey everybody, Bree and I are sitting out on my parents' back porch right now. We were just kind of relaxing from a hard day of work, uh, working on the house, and Bree asked me if I wanted to record a podcast. So here we are uh, recording a quick podcast on the updates on our home renovation, just kind of giving you guys a very brief glimpse of what we're doing and why we're doing it, and just inviting you guys in on the process. Yeah, so if you've been following us, you know that we recently moved from Indiana to Illinois, and we are living with his in-laws. That's why we're sitting on his, my in-laws, sorry. We're living with my in-laws, his parents. That's why we are sitting on their back porch right now, so excuse the cricket sounds in the background. But yeah, if you've been keeping up, you've been seeing that we've been sharing some things on Instagram, so you've been getting some sneak peeks at what we're doing to the house, but we have not. I don't think we've released a podcast in two months, so it's been a, while. <laughs> it's been a long while. So yeah, we're just going to update you on what we're doing. So I guess we can just, before we go into some questions, tell people what we've done to the house so far. A lot. Yeah, I've done a lot of things. What did we start with? Um, floors? Yeah, I originally intended to start with the hardwood floors, but I actually ended up uh, ripping up the kitchen floors oh, yeah. um, just because I got antsy. I was waiting for a two-week window where I was taking off time for, from work uh, to specifically work on the hardwood floors. But I got a little ahead of myself and just started ripping stuff up. So I ripped out the floors in the kitchen first. They originally had like some linoleum, like stick tile, and under that was an underlayment, and then some old asbestos tiles. And, and you did not rip that up. I did not rip those up. Don't rip up asbestos, guys. Don't do it. Yeah, I did not rip <laughs> that up. We just laid down um, thin set and backer board and then tiled over that. Um, I just wrapped that project up. It's been about a week now, actually. That was a project that a lot of people were interested in. We did brick tile in there, which is just a really thin brick. I think it's called thin brick sometimes, right? Yep. And we're going to do a whole episode on tiling, and we'll talk about the brick in that. Mm. So we don't have to go that, into... That'll be fun. Yeah, we don't have to go into detail on that here, but I know a lot of you are interested in the brick. We've had a lot of questions on, like, maintenance. How do I like it? Yada, yada, yada. Well, it's not sealed yet. It's not finished. So I won't be able to tell you how I like it for a couple months. Um, but from what I know, it's pretty easy maintenance, and I think I'm going to love it. But we'll give you more yep. on that in the future. Yeah, so we did that. Um, I also refinished all of our hardwood floors in our entire house which will also bring a podcast on how to refinish hardwood floors that was um, not my first rodeo doing it but it was definitely the biggest project that i've done the whole house pretty much yeah there was several rooms there was a large living room and dining room three bedrooms a closet and a hallway so lots of space to cover there was different hardwood floors technically the back of the house isn't really even hardwood floor it's softwood it's um, some type of pine and yeah we stained it polyurethaned it I put six coats on some of the places 
And I know that's a little bit overkill, but it ended up, um, there were some sheen issues that I had from where I was thinning down my polyurethane to make it lay evenly. Um, that was my first time thinning it, and I have mixed feelings about um, the the thinning it down. I, initially, I thought that it worked really well. The first three coats were gorgeous, and then after that, there were some issues. And anyway, we got it figured out. So, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good now. And the final coat on the back two bedrooms, we ended up not thinning it and fixed some of the issues. So, um, we did that. Right. We gutted the kitchen too. Right. In the midst of things. So in yeah. the midst of all that, Mason kind of started taking out cabinets. So the way this kitchen is laid out, it's kind of, it's probably tiny for most people. It's bigger than my last kitchen, though. We didn't think our appliances were going to fit, and that was kind of a headache for about a day. And then we realized they were going to fit. <laughs> but we Stressed do. a lot about it because <laughs> certain people came to help and made me doubt myself. And I racked my brain about how we were going to make these appliances fit and freaked out. A little bit, and then came full, cir- for full, full circle, full <laughs> circle around to realizing that it was fine and that our appliances were going to fit. So, yeah, but we will have to do a little bit of custom. That's for the cabinets, though. It's not so yeah. much. It's just because there's weird spacing in between. Things. Right. But we're trying to save as much money as we can and keep as much original as we can. And the cabinets that are there are really nice. So we want to keep those. And we'll, we're putting in a dishwasher. This place didn't have a dishwasher. We got new appliances for the first time. We've never had new appliances. The oven that was there was like original to the 1920s. Drop-in, really old. Probably sturdy oven, but I didn't want to keep it. It was really brown. (laughs) (laughs) So brown. (laughs) And the cabinets that Brie was talking about, they are solid maple. And rather than refinishing them, I think we're just going to paint them. We got some really nice, high-quality paint that we're going to paint on them and disappoint some people because they're going to say, how could you do that to maple? Yeah, but, but they're, not a, they're not a pretty color maple, and they don't go with the other colors of the house. No. So, And, yeah, so we're not. We're painting those. Yeah, we've done lots of things, but we wanted to focus in on this podcast more specifically on why we decided to renovate a home and why some of you listeners might be interested in renovating your home or uh, maybe even selling the home that you're in now and buying a home that's kind of a fixer-upper that you can renovate. Yeah, so what are some reasons? Well, the reasons that we decided to renovate a home, this home uh, particularly, was it actually helped us get out of debt. We were able to kind of cash out on our house in Evansville. The market was just really good. Um, We were planning on moving to um, the southern Illinois area anyway, Um, and this house just kind of popped up, and it was really affordable. Um, So we decided to buy it to um, hopefully one day flip it, um, and make money off of it. So it was to sell our house and have extra cash left over when we bought this new house. And that actually allows us to have a lot more freedom to do renovations and Mm -hmm. make a house how we want it to. That can be a huge sacrifice for some people though. Yeah. Because we were in a, we were in a spot where we could have bought a house that needed less work and maybe we could have had a mortgage that was about the same as what we had previously, but instead we decided to get ourselves into some big projects in order to be debt free. And like you're saying, potentially flip this house and make a profit off of it. Um, but we also have, as we've been doing the work, we love the house. And if we end up in it, 
And it, we love it. Yeah, and it's just cheaper to do that. I mean, with the first house that we ever bought, well, actually, all of our houses that we bought have really, in many ways, been fixer-uppers. So. Yeah, I don't ever foresee us buying a house that's move-in ready, just because we like to, we yeah, like it's, to do it's, it. it's fun. So that's that's one of the main reasons that we do it, is because it's a challenge, but it's fun, and at the end, the result is a house that you love. You make it exactly how you want it. So we decided to reno- renovate a home for some of those reasons, but just to be good stewards also of our money. I mean, mm-hmm. we we believe that our money is God's money, essentially, that he lends us. We have the talents, and we go and invest those how um, we invest those in the ways that is going to turn the, the greatest profit and be most profitable, not just financially, but in many ways for the kingdom. So this house wasn't just a good financial investment. It was also a good um, kingdom inv- investment because we plan to use this house as a house for hospitality. Mm-hmm. It's a good house to host things in, and we were thinking about those kind of things as well. How can we make this place a kingdom haven, a, yeah. a place for people to come and find rest for their souls? And not only that, but with us not having a monthly mortgage, we have more space in our budget to serve other people and mm-hmm. to be generous and yeah like you're saying kind of live within our means be good stewards yeah. of the money that God's given us and I think my biggest reason for wanting to renovate a home is just to restore and redeem something that is broken and it may seem materialistic to some people uh, but this is a home it's where you live it's where most of your life happens. It's where you eat and sleep and do all the things. And I just think there's something really cool about taking something that someone else maybe let go of or even ruined and redeeming it. I mean, we see that all through the Bible where God comes in and he restores. He restores whole cities and people. And it's just really neat, I think, to do that, to take I guess, kind of take dominion. Yeah. And in <laughs> many know? ways, yeah, that's what it means to be an image bearer is to work and keep our gardens and to take dominion of the things that God has given to us. And it's it's definitely a, a matter of faithfulness how you live in your home. Mm-hmm. And we love taking the opportunity to go after the fixer-upper, partly because it's fun, but also just it, it, it really reflects the nature of God because that's mm-hmm. what God does. God he revives, pers- he restores, right. he redeems. God is the one that always goes after what is broken and fixes it. He mm-hmm. redeems it. He reconciles it. He goes after sinners like you and me, uh, people that are fixer-uppers. We we are made in the image of God. God sees something in us um, because he's made us to be like himself. Um, and he chooses us for no other reason than he just wants to. I mean, he could have left us uh, to be broken down and to uh, to essentially crumble in on ourselves like many people do with houses. I mean, sometimes there are really beautiful houses that have a lot of potential, uh, but because no one goes after them and decides to restore them and fix them up, they eventually just rot. But God in his mercy chooses uh, to redeem. Yeah. It reminds me of a quote from C.S. Lewis that most of you probably have heard because it's very popular. Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he is doing. He is getting the drains right and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that these jobs needed doing, and so you are not surprised. 
But presently, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage, but he is building a palace. He intends to come live in it himself. And ultimately, when we move into any home, whether we renovate it or not, we intend for this to be a dwelling place of the Lord. And so when we come into a house, when we start renovating, we're not only working with our hands, but we're praying as we're working. Mm -hmm. We pray over these homes. I mean, that was like the first thing we did. We got pizza. We took the kids. We celebrated. They were sick as dogs. (laughs) But we sat in the dining room, ate pizza, and prayed over the house. And as I work, and I know as Mason works, we continue to pray. And I mean, even last night, our kids have been sick again, even last night. Mason was on the phone as he was tiling, and he was praying over our daughter who had a fever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think to just not think of your home as just this place where you go to eat and sleep, and we've mentioned that before, but think of it as a place that literally holds the presence of the Lord. And there are places on this earth where the Lord's presence is thick and full and tangible, and you want your home to be like that. And you can have a home that's like that. And despite who was there before and what they did to it, you can re-steam it by the goodness of the Lord. Yeah. Another cool thing about renovating, too, that I was thinking about is it's just really um, fun and challenging to work with what you're given. Mm-hmm. When, when you take a home that you didn't build, you didn't design, there are so many things in it that you can either work against the grain and try to just, in many ways... Um, break it into something else or you can work with it and bring about its original beauty and restore it to its fullness and that's something i i find exciting about different houses because we've lived in colonial style houses we've lived in farmhouses and now this is more of a bungalow style and it's just fun to go and rather than working against the grain like um, if you think about when you're sanding and painting and doing those kind of things you work with the grain of the wood because Mm -hmm. it brings out the greatest beauty if you try to paint or sand against the grain of wood it messes everything up it leaves big deep scratches and voids and you can see that something went wrong here and there's many houses out in the world that are like that that they were made a certain way but because people have came in and they wanted to do this or that and go with the modern trends rather than just keeping with the way the house was built They've worked against it, and you can immediately tell when you walk in those houses. It seems fake, doesn't it? It, like, doesn't – and that's kind of like with our spiritual lives. God doesn't work against – you know what I mean? Like, sometimes he does. Sometimes he has to come in and bust out walls like that quote was saying. But most of the time, he is molding us like clay. You know, he's not breaking the pot. He's molding us and shaping us and – going with what he he's working with what he initially created right and and in many ways our bodies are the same i mean there's things about us that are just different and we have to work around them in our spirituality like god has made us a certain way and the the best thing you can do as a christian is recognize how your personality is who you are and how that all works uh, so that it is actually working in the right direction not against the grain hey we have a child up what up what's up Okay. Okay, Nora, since you woke up from your nighttime, supposed to be asleep, you're not sleeping now, you snuck out on Nana and Paul's porch and found us. Can you tell us what you think about renovating a house? I think it's fun working on a house. Do you help us? 
Yes. What's your favorite part? I like scooping out my rocks and scraping the wall. Scraping the wall? Yeah, you've been scraping a lot of paint off, haven't you? What are you most excited about our new house? I'm excited about my bunk bed. Your bunk bed? Mommy's been working hard at painting those. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to have a princess canopy. Yeah, so the girls had their own beds in their old house, but they're still sharing a room, and we invested in bunk beds to make it a little bit more fun this time, huh? Mm-hmm. We're going to put a princess canopy on it. I don't think we really have much else to share with you guys tonight, but you can be looking forward to a few more episodes coming out. I know that we have some people interested in our tile, our brick tile, so we're going to have an episode all on tiling, and I guess how to refinish hardwood floors. Um, What else? Those are the only two I can think of right now. If there's anything else you guys want to hear about, let us know. But those, I think, are the big ones. We'll have some details. So those will kind of be hands-on, practical, in-depth podcast on, like, how to do it. So you might be interested in that. You might not be. But you can look forward to those. And then we'll just keep throwing out podcasts on the updates and keep looking on our Instagram and our Facebook for before and afters because those are always fun. All right. Anora, can you say bye? Bye. Bye, Hustle Hey guys, we hope you feel right at home here in this space. If you enjoy our podcast, please consider sharing with a friend, leaving a review or rating on Apple Podcast, or visiting our website where you can leave us feedback on our ideas page at www.housetohome.family. And don't forget we have an Instagram where we value sharing free homemade resources for your family. As always, thank you and until next time.